The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Joining me in our studio, broadcasting from Soho, right in the centre of London today, is Leo Clancy. Leo is the CEO of Enterprise Ireland, the new man at the helm of Enterprise Ireland. Leo, you're very welcome. Thanks, Kieran. Good to be here. Not so new anymore. About fifteen months in. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I, I still, we still, we were determining whether to call it new, and I, I, I made the decision. I said, I'm, I'm still, that's still relatively new in my mind. You're making me sound fresher than I look, but thanks, <laughs> Kieran. I'll take it. Um, so, I mean, I think it's instructive maybe to explain to people the work of Enterprise Ireland. And before people at home think, hold on, we know exactly what Enterprise Ireland do. I'd wager a lot of people don't realise exactly the scope of the work. Yeah, thank you. So we're the Irish state agency that helps companies start, scale and grow and everything from entrepreneurship training to good ideas coming out of universities, turning those into companies, helping those companies grow through their journeys and trade internationally. So relevant to today, we have 40 offices around the world, about 180 people in those markets, helping Irish companies to form partnerships and to grow internationally. So it's not just getting them up and running at home, it's about getting them into other markets once they are up and running. It's absolutely that. And I've been lucky enough to spend the last 24 hours with our fantastic UK-based team. And it is about making those connections, helping companies increase their exports. And for us, exports are really good for Ireland in terms of bringing back value from around the world. And never more than now, you know, we have... We're facing into uncertain economic times and having a very strong export base gives us a gives us a great base for the economy in the coming years. And is is the UK still the first port of call for most companies when they are looking to expand? Hugely. Last yeah. night um, we had an event and it was great to see the number of companies that are in the market. Uh, 31% of our exports from Ireland go to the UK. Uh, that grew, that was a 15% growth last year. So it was one of our strongest growth markets last year, despite Brexit and all the other mm. challenges. And last, just last week, we had our International Markets Week where our folks come back and they meet people making plans for overseas. So the UK team met 250 Irish companies last week. Half of those were people looking to export for the first time and they were all focused on the UK as the next destination for them after they left Ireland. That's because that's kind of counterintuitive. There maybe was a narrative immediately post-Brexit, maybe if we go all the way back to, to 2016, to those dark days and into 2017, that suggests companies were, were, were going to skip the UK, that we were maybe going to grow into France, that it was right there on our doorstep, you know, all these contacts we had with them, all these uh, trade routes, all of these new ferries going over and back, and that it would make, uh, I suppose, life easier for companies to expand into into that market. Have we seen growth in that market? We have seen growth. So the Eurozone and Central and Eastern Europe represents uh, 25% of our exports now, which is great. But if you compare the population of that region with the population of the UK, the 30% that goes to the UK tells its own story. The UK will continue to be our strongest market from Ireland for the foreseeable future. I don't see that changing. Um, We have dealt with Brexit. So um, EI, before my time, was out of the traps in 2016, helping companies to form plans about how they would deal with customs challenges, helping them to hire people that could be specifically focused on customs issues. the Irish state, for its part, put a huge effort into making sure that we were ready for the new changed environment at borders. And all of that made a huge difference, not just to the practicalities, but to the confidence of doing business with the UK. We did see things change, though. Uh, we've seen France, for instance, we've seen we now have direct sea routes to France mm. and many of them. And people would have said that couldn't have been done. So I, I like to think that we've been able to deal with the transition and sustain markets like France and Germany and continue to grow them. 
But we've also seen huge growth in the UK. And I think people forget that we have a unique closeness with the UK and we'll continue to have that come what may. Who is our big trading partner within Europe then? Is it France? I mean, beyond the UK, Europe in terms of the EU, I mean. It's more or less the countries you'd expect. We're fairly well distributed across okay. Europe. So it is France, Germany, Italy, the, the big markets proportionally. So that is, uh, there's some uh, really interesting growth spots like Netherlands has been high growth for us in recent years. We've also seen very strong growth in the Why Nordics. Why do you suspect that is? Uh, some some hotspots of activity. So we've seen data centers, which are the subject of much discussion <laughs> in Ireland at the moment. Yeah. Uh, but a huge amount of construction exports actually into Northern Europe. So everywhere you go in Europe to a data center site, you'll find Irish companies working on very high value projects because they cut their teeth and built their businesses in Ireland. So that's, to the Nordic case, that's some of the answer. We're seeing growth across sectors, um, services and life sciences particularly strong as well. Uh, and tell me a little bit about, I know we're, we're broadcasting from the UK, but I want to ask nonetheless about growth into the States, because I mentioned we're here with Ireland Gateway to Europe, and a lot of their work, again, while they're here in the UK, a lot of the work is is that transatlantic trade route. I mean, it, it is such a huge market to crack, difficult to crack probably for Irish companies. And we've had some remarkable success stories. One of the Nocturns was in from Glen Timplex a little bit earlier. I mean, there's an Irish success story if you're looking for one. Um, what type of work is Enterprise Ireland doing in terms of helping companies into that market? Again, it's the same playbook for us. It's having offices across the United States helping companies to, first of all, understand the market. Um, we we help with things like market research. We have a market research centre in Dublin where you can come in and go through all the market reports, size your market, uh, target your area, then visit our office in that region of the United States, get advice on how to get started, and then start making connections. So Life Sciences, we held a, a Global Life Sciences Forum in June where we brought leaders from hospital groups across the states into Ireland made connections with 70 Irish companies in the life sciences space for selling to to those large hospital groups. So that is the practical business of getting involved and it differs slightly, but the playbook is the same. It's about helping those companies realise their ambitions. Give me a few examples of some of the companies you've recently helped to expand into overseas markets. So we've seen just last night we had an event in Dublin, or sorry, in London, and uh, we had some great companies like Revive Active with their products, Rathborns with candles, um, Broderick's, um, the confectionery company. Mm. So great companies like that showcasing their products. But also uh, we the plane on the way over, you know, I got to meet a couple of companies from cybersecurity background, uh, from construction, from uh, MRO. We've got a huge number of companies trading in. One really exciting company we were working with a lot at the moment is XOcean, and I had a really good chat with them last night on the what way over. What do they do? They're, they make an electric-powered surveying vehicle that doesn't uh, for for oceans. So oh, wow. ocean surveys, unmanned, piloted by someone sitting in Ireland, typically, who's uh, remotely controlling this uh, vehicle doing ocean surveys. Wow, isn't that remarkable? It's crazy, and that's out of um, trials in Carlingford Lock. Wow, absolutely amazing. And it's great, and I think it's it's great to hear kind of tangible examples of the success that those companies uh, have met with, and they've met with it thanks to some of the support from the likes of yourselves, Leo. Listen, thanks a million for for joining us here in our studio, our London studio uh, in Soho. Leo Clancy is the CEO of Enterprise Ireland. Lots still to come. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.